Well, good afternoon, y'all, and happy Ash Wednesday. Thank you. Guys, I love Lent. It's one of my favorite seasons. Um, most people would say, oh, Christmas is my favorite, or Easter is my favorite. Uh, for me, I love, I love Ash Wednesday. I love Lent. Why? Well, because I think it, it's obvious, right? It's not a holy day of obligation. I mean, aside from this COVID year, obligations for masses are lifted. Look around. It's packed. Why? Even during a regular year, it's still not a holy day of obligation, but it's one of your largest attended masses in the entire season. Why is that? I think it's because in the depth of the human heart, in our souls, we know that we need to repent. We know that we need to kind of refrain from some of the pleasures of the world that we've given into over the past year. It's a time to pull back a little bit, to check ourselves, right? And I think that's why I think Lent is so powerful. It's why it's, it's built into us to carve aside a certain time, to put away all the things of the world, the distractions, um, and say like, Lord, I want to enter into this with you. So we have this Lenten season. It's 40 days, right? Well, why? Why 40 days? Well, it's not just so we can form good habits, and it's not so that we can, you know, um, do anything like that. It's very specific. Two things happen in 40 days within the Scriptures. The first thing that happened was not just 40 days, but the number 40 was in the Old Testament whenever Israel was coming out of Egypt. Remember, they were in, they were in slavery for 400 years to the Egyptians. And God set them free from slavery. And He sent them out. It's what they call the Exodus. And they wandered through the desert for 40 years. And in those 40 years, it was a time of trial. It was a time of, of great suffering. It's a time where God fed them manna from heaven. It's a time where God worked miraculous things. He parted the Red Sea. He gave them quail in the evenings for meat. He really showed to be a God who defends. And they were on a journey to freedom. A journey to the promised land. Fast forward to the time of Christ. What happens with Christ with the number 40 begins now in our Lenten season. Christ is taken after His baptism and He goes into the desert for 40 days before He begins His public ministry. In those 40 days, Christ does battle with Satan. Satan appears to Him and, and tempts Him three times. Right? And so Satan is the tempter, he's the accuser, and he's questioning Jesus along the way. If you're the Son of God, turn this bread, turn this stone into bread. If you're the Son of God, throw yourself off the mountain, right? So it's a time of great battle. So if you're wondering why Lent, what is Lent really all about? I'll tell you, we said it right here in the opening prayer. This is what Lent's about. This is what you're about to embark on for the next 40 days that we may take up the battle against spiritual evils and we may be armed with weapons of self-restraint. So when you give up whatever you choose to give up for Lent, it's self-restraint. I'm choosing not to eat that candy. Self-restraint. I'm choosing not to gossip. Self-restraint. I'm giving up all social media. Self-restraint. Why? Because you're entering into a time of spiritual battles. Like Christ, you're entering for these 40 days to do battle with the enemy against those things within the human heart that hold us back from God. Those things that hold us in slavery like the Egyptians, we need to be set free from. 
That's what Lent is leading us into. The penance we choose leads us to freedom. The penance and trials that the Israelites went through led them to the freedom of eternal promised land that they inherited. Right? So this is what we enter into. The church is clear. We don't just give up something for the sake of giving it up. We give it up to enter into a battle. And right now, that battle is within the human heart, but it's also raging around us. Right? All we have to do is look around. There's a battle raging in our world today that is obvious. It's a battle against life and death. A battle against darkness and light. Just turn on the news, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And so what do we do in this Lenten season? How do we wage war against these things? Because it's a battle against, St. Paul says, against spirits and principalities. Right? And so how do you wage war against the enemy? I mean, you can't walk up to Satan and punch him in the face. <laughs> it doesn't happen. He doesn't respond to that. How do we do it? I'm going to read a quote to you. I read this yesterday in Mass, but it's worthy of us reading this again. This quote is, um, was from Satan, and it was during an exorcism by the chief exorcist in Rome. His name is Father Gabriel Armand. He recently passed away not too long ago. And so the difference between a priest who does exorcisms, like Father Gabriel, and a priest like myself who does not do exorcisms, the difference between the two of us is he talks to demons and I don't. <laughs> All right? During an exorcism, a priest, the exorcist, speaks directly to the demon. And he has to question the demon. Now, during this exorcism, we don't know anything more about it other than this quote. Other than this quote but we do know that Father Gabriel was speaking not just to any demon, but to Satan himself, who had possessed this man. This is what Satan said. He said, every Hail Mary is like a blow on my head. If Christians knew how powerful the rosary was, it would be my end. Every Hail Mary is a blow to his head. If we knew how powerful the rosary was, it would be his end. Right? That's straight from Satan. Commanded by the exorcist to speak. Right? And so we have to realize, how are we going to enter into this Lent? What's this spiritual battle really all about? Is it really just about giving up chocolate? Or is it about entering into a spiritual battle? And if it is, then what is your armor? What is, your, what is the weapon that you're going to use? My friends, I would beg you, at this time in our history, in this world, what do we need now more than ever? We need an army of people who are going to pick up the rosary and begin to fight in this spiritual battle. If you don't have a penance yet, if you're camp like when I used to do, I'd come to Ash Wednesday, I still didn't know what I was going to give up. I'd decide during Mass. If you haven't decided, I beg you, let this be your decision. Pray the rosary every single day for 40 days. doesn't take that long. If you're giving up Facebook, you spend a whole lot of time on screen, screen time on that, right? Replace it with the rosary. 
I beg you to pray the rosary. If it is true what the enemy said to Father Gabriel Armoth, that every Hail Mary is a blow to his head, and that if we as Christians realize the power of the rosary, his reign would come to an end. My gosh, what more do we need to know? Like we need to stop complaining about the divisions and the things that are happening in the world and do something about it. What do we do about it? You're not going to fight this war on Facebook, guys. You're going to fight it on our knees. And this is what we need. At this time in our life, in our history, we need an army of people who are going to pray the rosary. As the Pope said, Pope Pius IX said, Give me an army saying the rosary and I will conquer the world. Give me an army who prays the rosary. I will conquer the world. Why? Because the enemy will be conquered through the power of the rosary. Is it simple, repetitious prayer? Absolutely not. It's meditation on the life of Jesus, which is worthy of all of our meditations. That is the, that is the sword for us. right? So I beg you, this Lent, as a pastor, that is going to be my thing. I'm praying the rosary every single day. Actually, my whole family is going to pray the rosary every Sunday through Zoom. We're going to be connected all over the United States with my family. I'm super stoked about it, right? And so this is what we're called to, right? The rosary, the church is the great unifier. Our world today needs to be unified, not divided. The rosary is shaped like a lasso, like a horse. You rope and you get it, right? Lasso your family in. Lasso the entire United States into the rosary. This is what we need today. So if you haven't chosen penance, and maybe even if you have, add this to it. It's good. The more the merrier, right? So let us come today knowing that this journey, these 40 days, is not a walk through the park. It's a time of penance. It's a time of repentance. To turn to the Lord and say, we're sorry to forgive us of our sins. Not just mine, but the sins of the whole world. Of the sins of our nation. And this is the time for us to do it. These 40 days, if we do it right, can be some of the most powerful 40 days that we have seen yet in our history. These 40 days looked very different last year. Churches were closed. Today we're packed. It's incredible. It says something about your love for God and your desire to return and to receive the Lord. And so let us enter these 40 days with great love and great zeal, right? And to really press on in these 40 days. What are we going to do? Well, you're not doing it alone. An army doesn't fight a battle by themselves. They have a whole battalion with them. So if we have an army praying the rosary, entering into the spiritual battle, we know that we do not fight by ourselves. Right? The church is a communion of people, not an individual. So let us come together as that one body in Christ with a communal penance, begging for God's mercy and for Our Lady to pour out her grace and to help us to overcome these spiritual battles that wage within our heart and that are raging within our world right now. Amen?